I mean, he's, he's never not busy, clearly. <laughs> and there was much more in 2021 to talk about than I thought there would be, even though, you know, obviously uh, Letter to You came out in 2020 and the new um, a tour was not on the horizon last year for obvious reasons. Uh, so I thought it would be fairly quiet, but he, he promised surprises. You remember, he said, oh, I got surprises. You're going to love this stuff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. Joining me is frequent uh, co-host, the Springsteen blogger in the universe, uh, blogness on the edge of town, Peter Chiaka. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. I don't think I can uh, aspire to co-host status. I, I, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like yeah, you're just, here. yeah. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like you could ride shotgun with me every time if you wanted. So I, I, I you'll recall I did a, a short-lived Springsteen podcast myself, and it was yeah. it hard, as they say, <laughs> here in Boston. I don't know how you do it uh, as often as you do. Uh, thank you. I uh, Yeah, well, um, you know, we could... Uh, yeah, our version of the none but the brave guys, right? Like you know, they, you know, yeah. and they yeah. just they do it every other week, right? Uh, and so I, you know, I just I keep running into people who want to visit with me, so it's good. I uh, keep it yeah. going. Yeah, I I had um, it was Jude Gold on the phone yesterday. I interviewed him last night, and he is the current guitarist for Jefferson Starship. Oh, he has been the guitarist for that touring band since 2012. Really great interview. Um, he does a podcast where he talks to other guitarists. And he said, because it's the perfect, because gu- guitarists will pick up their guitar and play. Right, and so right. it's a very interesting. So, yeah, he was a fun. That'll be a fun episode. Um, I, could, I could get out my harmonica later. If you yeah, want. I guess so. Uh, I don't know how yeah. to play it, but I own yeah. one. <laughs> All right, let's talk. First off, I want to cover a little bit, like all things, podcasts evolve, blogs evolve. So blog Stage Town, how long have you been doing this? I know you've changed platforms, but if we many, put them both times. together. Yeah, so we started, Blogness on the Edge of Town started in November of 2007. Wow. So we are going back quite a ways at, at this point. Um you know, over 15 years, right? And, yeah. Or um, um, no, we're, we're going, yeah, we're going on 15. Right. And um, it, it's changed, uh, like I said, it's changed platforms quite a bit. Um, the big change, you know, in the last few years, I guess you'd say, you know, at my previous uh, place of employment, which uh, was uh, Gatehouse Media, currently uh, Gannett, um, it was, they, they had a, a, a pretty robust push for blogs on the platform. And that's when I started it back in 2007, when they were really encouraging people on staff to start what they called hobby blogs. Basically, they said, pick something you like, and you'll want to blog about it. And I I think I may have been the only one who did it, (laughs) at least in my little division. But 
it worked and people liked it and I was able to keep it going. But one of the reasons I was able to do so much is hence it became part of my official paid duties. Right. Since it was bringing traffic in to my um, employer's website. Uh, these days it's not the same. I do it uh, on, on my own for now right. at least. Um, so it's become less of a day-to-day, you know, every news item, uh, every thought in my head kind of blog to a more niche kind of, um, you know, I, I, I post when, you know, either the mood strikes me or there's something I, you know, a really good idea or a really big development or something that I feel is really worthy, more of commentary than just a, a mention. So if people are wondering, oh, why isn't Blogness on the Edge of Town updated as much as it used to be? That's the sort of the short answer as to why, but um, I'm hoping, you know, that people still appreciate the stuff that we do get up there. Um, You know, this most recent um, sort of little feature I came up with being an example of something that I think was, was, was pretty unique uh, to, to what we do. Yeah, um, I I do. You routinely do uh, polls like you did a the top Springsteen stories of 2021. And, uh, you know, I had had three or four people join me and we did a round robin discussing that. Uh, And so that's interesting. I I also love that seems like every two to three months you'll go, okay. I, I've I've taken all these news items and kind of thrown them aside. It wasn't enough for a full column. And now that I'm going to do a, a hodgepodge or uh, the great Blackie Sherrod in Dallas scatter shooting while wondering and he, every <laughs> Sunday, his, his column in the Dallas, uh, I think it was the times Herald would be just collection of just obscure different stories. And so I always love those episodes Partly, to be honest, because every once in a while you throw in a plug to set Lustig Bruce. So yeah, no, I do enjoy including those. It, it, it is true. The, the Springsteen News Roundup has sort of been a staple since I started, I started this thing. Like I said, in the beginning, it was much more likely for some of those things to get individual posts. Um, and now it has to, you know, sort of uh, pass a higher bar. Uh, to make that, but, um, you know, but I still, you know, I love sharing, uh, you know, interesting Springsteen tidbits on Facebook and Twitter, and those obviously go by at the speed of light, or at least the sound. It's nice to collect them up for people to, you know, uh, you know, be able to, I I picture people having a cup of coffee, clicking through those links, watching the videos I include, and getting, you know, getting caught up on all things Springsteen that they may have missed during their, during their busy lives. What I thought was interesting, or I do think is interesting, right, is the, in a year, no tour, no really new material, we've still had a massive outpouring of, of, of new, of, of things to talk about with Bruce. I wouldn't call it new content, but, you know, um, the No Nukes film, you know, while not new, certainly noteworthy in a, in a new version of that. Right. I mean, he's, he's never not busy, clearly. <laughs> and there was much more in 2021 to talk about than I thought there would be, even though, yeah. you know, obviously uh, Letter to You came out in 2020 and the new um, a tour was not on the horizon last year for obvious reasons. Uh, so I thought it would be fairly quiet, but he he promised surprises. You remember? He did. Yes, he did. <laughs> he said, "Oh, I got surprises. You're gonna love this stuff." Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, the first was that Jeep commercial. Then he managed to get himself arrested. Yes. Uh, and we thought, well, I don't think that's what he was talking about when he said surprise. Yeah. But the Obama podcast obviously yeah. was, was huge. Um, you know, his, you know, he, his guest spots, I'm sure you, you talked about that. I mean, he's never yeah. turned up on other people's records with the frequency he has, uh, you know, over the last year. Um, he, you know, he came back to Springsteen on Broadway out of the blue. I, I mean, the, the, the man, he's not meant to, you know, to sit around and do nothing clearly. I, um, he is ready to tour. I think that oh, is clear. I mean, yes, he is clearly itching. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you, do, do you, I mean, I've asked this a lot of other people and I, I, we may have talked about this last time, but I, I truly wonder if 2023 we get a tour, which we're all hoping we will, you know, is there a chance there's a new album and we never get a letter to you tour? I mean, who knows at this point, you know, as, as you yeah. know, I mean, supposedly the dates were set for 2021. Yeah. Um, the rumor is that it was supposed to kick off at Gillette Stadium, my home stadium. Yes, I know. Oh, which is where I last saw him with the E Street Band in 2016. Yeah. Um, so it would have been great to just pick up where we left off. Um, so the thought that that has been scuttled is is just so utterly depressing, you know, for, for a million reasons. One, it's just emblematic of the struggles of the last couple of years. Yes. And, you know, I, and they're not getting any younger and we're not getting any younger. And <laughs> you don't want to put this off. No. Uh, much, much longer. But yeah, you don't know if, if the tour is, say, a full year later, say summer of 2023, who knows what's coming out between now and then. He's already said he has another another album again, that, that supposed Western album he mentioned in an interview. A few yeah, and you're ago. like, wait a minute, didn't we already <laughs> did he, see that? Did he, yeah, did he already do that? Did he did he forget yeah. to put out yeah. Western stars? You know, you're right. Um, um, or did he have another one in the can? So yeah, um, you, you never know. I mean, I remember thinking, the reunion tour would be more of a tracks tour. And I think he might've even said something to that effect before they went out on the road. This is our chance to revisit some of this material. Yeah. And as you know, it really became a, you know, it was a retrospective tour of his whole career that, you know, you've got your tracks track <laughs> at the mm -hmm. beginning, you know, maybe one or two. Um, so you never know. It, it might not even be what he says it's going to be or thinks it's going to be when he starts off. Yeah. Cause I know like during, after we got, the um the river 2016 tour right you were hoping you would get some of those uh rarities or something from either the promise box set or even the ties that bind box set you got one you know yeah. so uh it'll be interesting um last thing and then i want to we're going to get to your latest blog because i loved it but I'm going to give you a chance to get on a soapbox. Um, what do you say to those who seem to be, and it's a very small percentage, that seem to be upset that the tour that wasn't announced has not been officially canceled? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a very tiny sliver. Yes. <laughs> I would think the people who are so in the know that they yes. were aware of the not announced tour yes. and that uh, they're upset that no one called them to tell them it was off. Um, I guess, and, and I suppose, um, 
they have not made an announcement saying we are definitely not touring this year. And he did say, or, you know, we heard, well, actually, yeah, from him directly and from yeah. certain other sources that they'd be on the road in 2021. So um, I suppose it would make sense at some point to hear yeah. from an official source that uh, yeah. actually now it's 2022. Maybe yeah. they're going to set those dates and, and announce a 2022 yeah. tour and they'll, they feel that's the way to, to get around it. But yeah, <sighs> I would love a solo tour. Then it's okay. a little easier for him to keep safe, That's right? True. Him, could, Kevin, he, whatever other technicians, they could social distance. They could do a little bit easier. You well, know. if history serves, and this is not going to be going on until next August, you know, yeah. a year from August, he may want to go out and do something small just to keep himself busy. Yeah, um, absolutely. So we'll see. I'll be there. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. If he does. All right. So um bruce tells the story that he dreamt surprise surprise right that he it's the only song that he ever woke up with after dreaming that he thinks is decent so you i don't know i do not keep a notepad near my bed though i do keep my phone and there are times when i'm right before i'm going to sleep or uh i will I will e myself a note. I will say, "Hey, remember yes. to download this or to talk about this." But you had uh, a idea for the blog, kind of come in. Well, you tell the story. Well, I think basically what happened was, I, you know, I, I am guilty occasionally of doing the uh, nighttime scroll on mm -hmm. my phone. Which yes. you, everybody says, "Don't do that." You're going to see things that keep you up. Just the light is bad for you. So I try not yes. to, but sometimes I have the fun, you know. Yes. And I think what I spotted, um, you know, one of these things that gets shared all over Facebook, never uh, never have I ever. Right. Um, you know, and, you know, all they say all these vaguely naughty things, and right. you're supposed to give yourself one point for every one you hadn't done. Um, so it was like, you know, uh, you know, shoplifted and blah, blah, blah. And I remember yeah. one was uh, skip school. And I think, I don't think it registered exactly at the time, but when I woke up, I was thinking, skip some school, played some pool. Actually, cool. And then I said, there should be a Springsteen, never shall I ever. He, he's talking about that stuff all the time. And then ruminated on it for a little while, sort of came and came in. I said, you know, I'm going to do this. I wonder how many I could come up with. Well, you know, I, I think there are, you know, easy 40 on this this list I, I came up with, all directly from Springsteen lyrics. And I tried to limit it to things that people mostly may have actually done or could have done. Right. I, uh, played some pool and skipped some school. Um, not so much, um, you know, uh, boy, you know, was born in the USA. That's sort of too... Uh, you know, that's not a thing you do. It's a thing you are, you know? Yeah. So I, I tried to limit it to actual, actual things they could do. And I came up with this long bulleted list um, and put it, you know, sort of threw it together in a Word document and uh, just threw it out there. I didn't even put it on the blog at first. I just threw it out there on Twitter and Facebook and said, you know, give yourself one point. I want to see your scores. Thinking people might go, oh, hi, I get it. But to my great shock and surprise, people started doing this thing counting it up and scoring themselves and sharing their scores and comparing their scores. I got a 16. I got an eight. You know, I got a one, you know. 
and, and a couple of jokers claim to get a, a zero, but I know they're lying because no one has ever seen a one-legged dog making its way down the street. Exactly. Um, no. So that was my little test. I Joking. think that, yeah, I think they were, uh, yes, I, I wonder if they've thought of like a, you know, a, just a stray dog walking down the street. Yes. Or, even, yes. a, a, even a three-legged, you know, which is, yeah. I think, probably what Bruce meant to say there. But. I think that is always what he meant to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, all right. So, so, yeah, so I just sort of put it out there. So it, it was getting shared all over the place. I saw it pop up in a, a ton of the Springsteen uh, Facebook groups. Um, I've had people... Um, on Twitter asking if I if I'm going to sell it as a poster which had never occurred to me but if they want to send me money I'm yeah, like okay sure we can do that um, so it was very and then I uh, the next day I put it up on the blog you know in a nice big high, high res shareable version um, the first one I put out there actually had a couple of repeats on it I got very uh, uh, you know sort of cross-eyed <laughs> I was putting sure. them all together so this one is all corrected and nice with my little story about how it came together so that's on on the blog now um and it's just proven to be kind of a a, a fun you know a fun way to to relive uh some of Springsteen's lyrics and some of the songs you remember and sort of relate it to your to your own life what's interesting to me and I don't know if this is some sort of indictment of of his more recent work or just the way it worked out is you know or i just got tired but when yes. i got to like after channel love there just weren't as many things that popped you know as right. for, for this list you know the obvious they were there were a lot more sort of very um almost more more general types of phrasing um and that spoke to me a little bit about you know maybe how he's changed his, his songwriting since then and rather than telling these you know, very specific individual stories of actual characters. It's become much more his general observations about life and love and, you know, this type of thing, which which had fewer sort of specific examples of concrete actions that I was able to to pull out. But I did get a couple from, you know, the, the later albums in there, put out the dog, put out the cat. Yeah. Um, you know, that type of thing. The one like a dog, of course. Um, but the vast majority are... Um, tunnel love and, and earlier well and i because i wonder you'd have to change some of them like you could say um you know uh like your guitars on the near the nightstand you know you have a guitar <laughs> near the nightstand that's that's right. not quite you know the same thing or you know your books you know like when we're talking about it um all right so do we want to go through a few and take our we, points I think we, we should do a, a quick, uh, you know, quick comparison here. Okay. Um, if you want, I'll zip through. We could jump around. Okay. You know, so I started, and they're in almost chronological order. Okay. Uh, from release. So, of course, I had to start um, with uh, Blinded by the Light. Yeah. Which has uh, a lot of interesting phrases. So we could go through the first four right away. Jumped up, turned around, spit in the air, fell on the ground. We've all done all those things. Yes, That's, absolutely. I agree. Who, yeah. Who hasn't done that? Right. Um, you know, threw up as in, you know, uh, they told me to, yeah. to sit down. I threw up. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully we haven't done it often. Right. But, uh, yes. You, know, you recall from that episode of Seinfeld when Jerry had that very long streak. Yes. Yes. Vomiting. Um, so hopefully yes. we've all gone a long time in between. Right. But it's something we've all done. Yeah. Uh, made love in the dirt. I don't kiss and tell. We don't need to go into details there. Absolutely. Um. And then the, these are the ones that sort of inspired it. Play some pool. 
Yep. Yeah. Skip some school. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, acted real cool. I think we all tried at least. Yes. Uh, stayed out all night. I, I done it once or twice. Yeah. Um, wasted your summer praying in vain. That's that's interpretive. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but I think we've all probably uh, we've definitely wasted summers. At least I have. Yes, I. I yes, I, I agree. Um, I also get to work late, and the boss been giving you hell. I, I think most of us have had that experience where it may not be directly hell. He may just have been looking at you sternly, but being late, right? Yeah, I would, I will accept that. Okay. Uh, combed your hair in a rearview mirror. Gotta be right. That one. I still do that. Well, yeah. I don't, have a lot, I don't have a lot of hair. That's <laughs> right. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll straighten it a little bit, you know. Now huddled on the beach and missed. Um, that I think is another one that, depends on your what, yeah, your definition what you of it. yes absolutely <laughs> is it um so is, I, it, is it missed from the from the uh you know from the tide yeah um which might be more common yeah so i'm not going to give myself a point for that one but i will meet neath a giant exxon or other fuel company sign i cannot think of meeting Unless you count, we're going to meet at the gas station, you know, like, like if you're, you're meeting some buddies or you're something like for a long time, my, my mom lives in Louisiana, we live in Dallas, so we meet halfway. So my, my son could go spend the week with his grandparents right exactly. and we would meet exactly. at a service station but i don't know if that counts i think I'm a, i i give you credit for that okay okay it doesn't necessarily have to be a long-term gathering i mean i'm okay. sure plenty of people you know have okay you know, the backseat you know down in the six pack under those signs too all right but now, i think the quick meet is fine have you worked in the fields so you got your back burned yeah i didn't give myself points for that i don't i've spent very little time in fields okay uh, um so Especially working. Yeah. So, uh, so I have, I grew up, my grandparents owned a dairy farm. And one of the things I hated more than anything else, Peter, was digging potatoes, like picking shelled peas or shucking corn was not bad, but digging potatoes you your my uncle or my grandfather would just take a tractor and a hoe and would dig up the ground and you would just have to go digging in the dirt wow. and getting these bending down digging the dirt picking up these potatoes to throw them in a basket and you would get sunburned you know staying out in the field doing that so yeah, you get double credit uh, yeah 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 um so um Turn the radio up loud so you don't have to think. I think that's a no-brainer, right? Every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. At least every, you know, not as much lately that I don't drive anywhere. Yes. Like, yeah, working, that's working a good point. Home during uh -huh. this pandemic, but prior to that, yes, every day. Gone racing in the street. I don't, I have... I have pretended to be racing someone <laughs> like, you know, at a red light, you know, like, Oh, let me see if I can get past this person. I don't know if that technically counts. Yeah, definitely not there. I'm, I'm pretty convinced my father did that back in the fifties uh, and fifties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was a, um, 
you know, he, he did do the more organized uh, racing that they that they did back then. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did a couple on the street, too. Ah, nice. He did not pass down that uh, uh, particular uh, skill or hobby to me. So worked all day in your daddy's garage. Does that include your father teaching you how to change the oil in the car? <laughs> I'm going to say yes on that. Not a, very few people have a father who actually owns a service station, yeah. but I think plenty of us have worked with our fathers in the garage on one thing or another. Did you teach either of your ch children how to change the oil in a car? Oh, I have no idea how to change, change okay. the oil in a car. I did go over um, uh, changing of the tires. Okay. That is something I, I uh, can do and uh, have, have shown them how. I've also shown them how to call AAA. Yes. Uh, in a pinch, people have cell phones now, so they probably never need to change a tire again. That's really the only car-related skill I have is so, the changing of the tire. I taught my son how to jumpstart a car with jumper yes, cables. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, changing a tire. Um, have certainly showed him how to check the oil yeah but uh you know in certain things like oh you know how to put washing fluid in there but yeah my i mean my stepdad god love him bless him been gone for years you know would never be the guy that went to the insta loop right like mm -hmm. he changed you know he'd go he'd buy the oil filter he'd buy the four quarts of oil you know and <laughs> would take the oil and just dump it in the yard <laughs> right. the, you know, exactly. you know. Exactly. Uh, so very nice all right what well, you want to take a few sure so this is this is our our driving uh segment yes uh, driving in a row we had uh, drove all night chasing some mirage that could be almost anything you might be able to, to get give yourself some credit for that. so i will tell the story and it is bruce related uh, we had been in Cleveland uh, and we had saw the uh, the wrecking ball tour in Cleveland. And then the next day we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and we spent all day there. And then we were supposed to spend the night at our friend's Tom's house. And we decided, well, we'd get a jump start. We were going down to Lexington, Kentucky uh to finish the kentucky bourbon trail and so we got in the car and we were driving and um you know and linda was all on this hey let's let's play some more bruce since we just saw it i loved wrecking ball what else can you play and we drove straight through to like five in the morning and got to the hotel and it was actually in frankfort kentucky and the guy's like you don't have a reservation yeah we do no you have a reservation for tonight, not now, I can't give you a room. I'm like, but, you know, he said, I said, well, there's four reservations there that it looks like no one showed up. Why can't I have one of their rooms? He says, because you, they're reserved for someone else. And I started to go, but who's going to show up? And then I realized I had shown up at this right, place. So, so we had to find another room. So I have driven all night um, after a, you know, a Springsteen experience. And that counts as a mirage. I think, I think so. The yeah. reservation was a mirage. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Right. Next. I uh, drove that dusty road from Monroe to Angelina. No, I have not. But I think, and I, I, I'm only vaguely uh, cognizant of where these might be, but I think Angeline might be in Texas. Now, I know it's a big state. So <laughs> I, because Monroe, I've been thinking Monroe, Louisiana. Yeah. Right. So um, 
that it might be. Uh, we will have to. Uh, I, I am looking right now. Go I'm ahead sure and go to the, the next town, one. It might be a county. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So so even if neither of us has done it, you're much more likely to. Yeah. Uh, at some yes. point that, that I am. Um, and then, of course, drove all night again um, to buy some shoes. I dropped the U there. But um, uh, haven't. <laughs> But I have driven great distances for, you know, certain, certain summons yes. in my life. So uh, I, I've lived up to the spirit of it, I think. Yeah. Um, and then we get, so yes, obviously we're at now the sort of the, um, the river. Uh, oh, no, we still have a couple of uh, darkness ones. Lost your money. Yes. Lost your wife. Yeah. No, thankfully. Yes. Um, I did yeah. want to go back. I just did a Google search and in... <laughs> I did not know this was a thing. <laughs> the Telecaster discussion page, tdprl.com. Okay. That's a thing. Uh, someone asked um, and about this, and someone posted that um, I'm going to guess Monroe, Louisiana to Angeline County, Texas. All right. Fair so, enough. Yeah. So I think you were right. So there we go. Excellent. I have not done that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get on that. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Got, oh, got stuck in traffic down on 53rd Street. I have done that. I, I actually worked on 53rd Street in New York uh, many years ago and even drove there occasionally. So that, that counts. Okay. Um, we're now for a ride and never went back. Thankfully, no. I, I've always even just wondered about the logistics of that. <laughs> you know, never went back. Yes. You bring everything. Did you have to get all new things? Yes, exactly. Like, uh, yeah. Like, did you throw in? Um, I did. We were having a visit with um, certain family members. And it was, as family members can be awkward at times. And we got in the car and I quoted that. I was like, let's get in the car and never come back. Right. So, but no, I've never done that either. Yeah. 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 Uh, met your girl down the block. Have done that. Sure. Um, gone down to the river. I, I w- I've gone down to a river or two in my in my day. Absolutely. Uh, let your ramrod rock. Take that as you may. Can yeah. A number of things. Uh, came upon a wreck on the highway. I have not done that. Have you? You've never had car stalled. You've never had a wreck where your traffic got stuck and you had to go around. I, I, not that I, I saw a car fire once. Okay. Yes, may count. Right. Um, but I have never seen a, you know, a, a, uh, a what you call a, a wreck right in, right in front of me. So I, I, I'm, maybe that says the bad things about Dallas, Texas, <laughs> but I would say that's an every couple of months deal where you go and like, and, and uh, you know, we all end up crossing ourselves as we're walking by because the ambulance is there and the fire engine and the car looks horrible. And you're like, I hope everyone's okay. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. Vendors, but nothing I'd call. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, looked up at that mansion on the Hill. I've done that once or sure. Um. A debt's no honest man can pay. Well, yes. The, <laughs> another one that depends on your definition of honest man, I guess. But well, uh, what is it? The it is a joke, but I, I love it where someone said, and I I don't remember who originally said it, but 
you know, what would you do if you won the lottery? Well, I'd put it as far as it could go on my debts. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just, right. So yeah, absolutely. All right, what do we got? Wipe your fingers on a Texaco roadmap. I feel like I must have. Oh, absolutely. And there is, GPS is better. I totally acknowledge yeah. that, but there is something cool yeah. but just about having that map. Yes. Just trying to look at that. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Worked on the highway laying down blacktop. I have not done that gig. I have not. I can't take yes. that one. Uh, woke up with the sheets soaking wet and a freight train running through the middle of your head. That's yes. I believe that is the longest one on the list. Yes. Again, open to interpretation. Right. But if if, uh, you've ever woken up from, from a crazy nightmare to the point where you feel like now you need a whole nother night's sleep, uh, then I think that would count. Yeah. The story I would tell is um, five years ago, right in the middle of I was I had had the colon cancer surgery I was in the middle of my chemos and so chemo was would be um you'd have chemo then you would do two weeks of oral chemo you'd have a week off and then you would start so every three weeks you would be doing a new round of chemo and I remember waking up like something on tv (laughs) and sitting up and and Linda's like what I said, I just had a nightmare where my uh, my doctor told me that you're going to have to have another six rounds of chemo. Oh. And it woke, I mean, it scared the boop out of me. Yeah. So um, yeah. that's as close as I can get to that. But I think that, it's pretty yeah. close. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. you, you just nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so, so obviously we are on the Born in the USA section yes. now. Um, had a friend who was a big baseball player back in high school. Um, cause that's how he said it. High school. Yes. High school. Um, yeah. what gets me is now I'm old enough to have had a son who was a big baseball player <laughs> back in high school. Yes. Now, in, now in college. So even yeah. he is no longer in high school. It's not. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we, have, we probably all knew. knew yes, absolutely. Do. Yes. Whether it's baseball or football or someone, that uh glory days absolutely in fact another story um (laughs) my son went to private catholic school um uh first through eighth grade and um every once in a while you know when he was in college he'd come back and he'd say hey can we drive by saint monica's dad and i would find glory days and i would play that while he's we're driving through the church and everything where he was and he was like he would roll his eyes but would appreciate the humor of it so yeah sat around thinking about it yeah yes absolutely definitely at that at that age um lived in a dump like this like whatever this may be yeah (laughs) i think we've all lived in places um my my wife when i was right out of college i lived in a really ratty of you know furnished apartment and every time i got sick my wife would go you live in filth that's why you have a cold oh yes she would get along very well with my wife who had the same thing to say about the apartment i was in when, when she met me yeah 
And I remember I had the choice. I went to a, a realtor in, um, you know, or an apartment, you know, broker, yeah. or whatever, you know, in, in Somerville, Mass., which is was not nearly as nice as it is today. It's, it's right. become somewhat gentrified over the years. Um, and I and she showed me two. And the first one was a like a pristine, newish, you know, beautiful, very small apartment up a few flights of stairs. You know, with a bedroom, a nice little living room. Then she takes me to this other place. It, it's huge huge living room big bedroom little a little like office just falling apart you know this house was like a hundred years old the tub had feet on it you know yeah. the, the sink was one of those ones you couldn't even reach the bottom of it it was it was so deep yeah um and i was like i'll take it <laughs> pay money yes it was a beautiful little place <laughs> But I wanted my big dump, and I yes. got it. I lived there very happily for a couple of years. So uh, yes, yes, that was my dump like this. I um, uh, did. Uh, I did get a little bit of revenge when, after we were married, and the first time she got a cold, I went, "Oh, maybe it's because we live in a dump." <laughs> and she went to, she did, was not as amused as you were, shall we say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, go on, my friend. Where are we? Had a party in a pink Cadillac. I've never been in a pink Cadillac. I have not either. Maybe allegorically in something you could refer yes. to as a pink Cadillac, mm-hmm. but never been in, in one of the cars. Yeah. Left your wallet back home in your working pants. I, I've easily done, uh, I, I've definitely left important things in, in places other than where I needed them at the time. Um, I cannot tell you how often I've left my wallet and then ran it through the washing machine. Oh, yes. And then, and oh, and usually that's not a big worry, but uh, this past year, my COVID cards were in there. And there is so much trouble. In fact, there was an article in the Times just the past couple of days about how to get a replacement COVID card. And it is a lot harder than you think it's going to be, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So luckily I had photos of the cards, you know, but uh, yes, that was, I've definitely done that. I always think that, okay, if Slim lets you in, you aren't going to have any money. You can't buy her a coat. You can't, you know, True, you can't, yeah, you do nothing. You were just, yeah, this is, I, I hope she just wants to dance and drink water from the fountain. And meanwhile, so you just, I think, gave me my idea for the next blog post will be what if uh, Bruce Springsteen was writing all these songs in the age of COVID and it would be, you know, let, let uh, my uh vaccination card i i look forward to reading here buddy sorry yeah that's it no i promise i promise (laughs) that's good uh all right so oh we're we're really cranking through these we are um drove uh drove a big lazy car rushing up the highway in the dark Uh, my first car was a ford tempo it's not small no (laughs) i had a Buick LeSabre, which was this huge two-door, but yes, absolutely. Saber counts. Yeah. Um, Put the furniture out on the front porch. I I actually, um, so that's for Mary's place, and I I, I recall actually doing that in this apartment where I lived with a bunch of guys after college. Not my dump, it was before that. Yeah. um, Where we had a big summer uh, party that involved bringing all of the stuff out Yes, <laughs> to sit on and firing up the grill and the and the whole thing. There wasn't a lot of dancing that went on. That's a yeah. You know, like, you know, that's why they did it in Mary's place. But uh, yeah, 
but I have moved moved furniture outdoors on. on I have too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now here's your. This was your to keep this people is, honest, right? As right. you said earlier, <laughs> one-legged dog making his way down the street. I've never um, seen a one-legged dog. Period. Uh, no. And I'm gonna argue. I'm sure some people have, but very few people have seen yes, them making their way absolutely. down the street. Absolutely, I agree. One of those, you know, when you see them, like you know, uh, one of those videos that get shared where somebody makes a, a little wheelchair for the for a dog, and right, you know, it's your know, duck or something. Yeah, and exactly. They, yes. You know, so that, that you know that would be the exception there. Right. Um, I'm constantly putting out dogs and cats. Um, yes such as the, the protagonist that Easy Money did. So I, I could take full credit for that. Absolutely. See, and then again, so that's where we're at Wrecking Ball 2012. And I, I had a real struggle to find similar uh, things, you know, as we got into the real latter end right. of the catalog. But I did, um, I thought that a good way to end it was with this line um, from the Letter to You album, counted the band in, then kicked it to Overdrive which I've sadly never done. I've never been in a band. I have sad. never been either. So yeah, that one I would have to, uh, would have to give myself a point for that one. Yeah. And, you know, um, listeners, we've gone through this, sir, send us your scores, but more importantly, if you have the energy to go through some of the latter catalog, uh, you know, magic, uh, working on a dream, devils and dust, wrecking ball. Um, we would love Peter and I both to see, we, he will do an expanded and never right, have can, I ever Bruce Springsteen edition. Right. We can add, we can add 40 more. If yeah. uh, people give us some, some good examples, but uh, yeah. But yeah, so you sort of just going through it. It's a fun way. Oh, know, it's and, a fun way. And, and it just reminds you of, you know, the, the, he, he's, you know, just created such great images over the years. Um, you know, you read every one of these and, and you're in the middle of that song, whatever, whatever it may be, you know, and you remember what you felt like the first time you heard it. And yeah. it, it feels like they're taking place in a real, you know, in a real place that exists somewhere in time um you know it's it's not you know somewhere beyond his imagination or your imagination it, it just you know it, it it feels real to you and um, and the other thing i think is amazing is how many stories you and i just going through this list both right. of us shared in this oh well let me tell you this my version of that which is um I think part of the magic of his music is that he not only gives us, he, he helps us think, he helps us to think of different things. So I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree. And we have, you know, we did a poll of his greatest, you know, what's your favorite Springsteen lyric at one point. And of course, everyone yeah. um, was very, you know, uh, vociferous about their, their particular choice. But the, the fact that people felt so strongly makes you realize how much, you know, um, just even beyond the music um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and the songs as a, as a whole, which of course are, you know, so many of them are so well-crafted and, and, you know, will, will stand the test of time and have stood the test of time, but just the lyrics themselves, you know, what they've meant to people. Yeah. Now, have you been able to be on Ted's that one lyric podcast yet? No, but um, they, I, I thought that was an awesome idea. It's you know yeah. they talk about that's like long. You're going long tail there. 
Yeah. So it's like, we're going to really drill down on this baby. Yeah. Um, I just, and I will, I will email Ted and copy you. And, and I know he's kind of taking a break, uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm sure that once again, we talk about this, there are other artists, you could do the same thing, but the idea that, you know, you do a 15 to 20 minute episode on one just lyric of one song, yeah. not the song, <laughs> one lyric is just pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in some, um, yeah, and I, and I love that, uh, you know, the, when you could drill down that way, there's an excellent, um, this is a whole song, but it's also a whole book about one. So there's an excellent book about hallelujah yeah. by, Leonard, by Leonard Cohen. Um, and all the various iterations and how, you know, when he first wrote it, it went nowhere um, and how the various covers of it, you know, elevated it and, and how he changed it later in his career. And it's, a, it's a, and I wish I could remember the author, um, but it's a fascinating book um, if, if you were looking to do a really deep dive into a sort of singular uh, body of music. Well, I know that um, last year... I'm trying to look at her name really quick. Um, I had her on the podcast uh, and I'll, I'll have to try to find her, but she was a huge Leonard Cohen fan. And so she joined me to talk about that. And she said that what she, Heather um, Allendorf, um, and she said what she found fascinating is Leonard Cohen and Bruce Springsteen's best known songs are probably their most misunderstood songs. Hmm. And, uh, and I said, yes, I say, in fact, when she was on, this was, I, it was February of 2021, but it was when we recorded, it was right after they had had the memorial for everyone that lost for COVID and someone sang hallelujah, kind of like this hymn. And I was like, you know, I know it sounds like it, but I don't know if that's really what the purpose of the song is. And uh, so, yeah, I, I I would be interested to read that book. I, I bet that is fascinating. I believe it's called it's called the the lonely and the broken. Okay. But, uh, yeah, definitely definitely worth looking it up. That's good. All right. So, what's next on the blog? What's next? Well, now I have to do that post about Springsteen's COVID lyrics. Yes. Okay. I love that. I'm glad I can be an inspiration. And then, yes. and then uh, we shall see. Um, you know, I definitely want um, to do some more polls going into next year now that it looks like the tour might be yeah. uh, for a while. Um, we might uh, do a few because there's sort of two, two kinds. There's sort of the forward-looking polls. What do you want to see? Mm-hmm. in the next tour on the next album on this and that and then yeah. there's the backward looking ones what was your favorite x y and yeah. z so we might have to do a little more nostalgia um for the for the time being while we're while we're waiting okay um and keep we'll keep up our you know our our uh looks at the various springsteen news events such that they are yes um, and do our and do our roundups and just uh and we'll just take it from take it from there so one of the things you did get to do that I was very jealous of is you got to interview Stevie, right? That's about the book. True. Talk to me a little bit about how did that happen? By the okay. way, I love the book. I thought it was so fun. It I felt very it. much like him. I, I reviewed it for Boston.com, my, my credit player. And it's funny, I work with a couple of guys who are, you know, big Springsteen fans. And, um, 
you know, Stevie is, uh, he, he is originally, he is a Boston native. He lived there till he okay. was seven in the Boston area, um, which was good enough for us, <laughs> okay, for yeah. us to, you know, do a feature on him. And, and uh, you know, came over and was like, oh, it would be great if we could do a, a Zoom interview with him. Um, and I said, well, you know, let's write to his, his folks and just, you know, see if he's available. <laughs> they got back to us in about two minutes. I mean, and you remember when he was doing publicity for that book. I mean, he yes. was everywhere. Yes. Um, and they like, you know, so this kid, uh, this guy, my coworker, um, you know, who is much younger than me, but uh, has excellent taste in music. Um, <laughs> I think he's 26. Now, you know, he knows everything there's to know about Springsteen, you know, the Beatles, Dylan. Yeah. I mean, he is just a, uh, you know, sort of voracious um, fan of all, all of them. So he was in, in charge of this. So he's like, oh my God, they already got back to us. What should I tell them? <laughs> I was like, you know, they, they want to know how long we need. And I said, well, you know, I'd say, uh, you know, 45 minutes. And then if they, they, you know, might give us a half an hour instead of the yeah. 15 minutes they were planning to give us. It's like, 40, oh, can, can you do uh, 45 minutes? Absolutely. Maybe you can do an hour. So we might be getting this long interview. I think it went almost an hour. Um, just about everything. I mean, the man has done everything. He is as, as entertaining and engaging as you think he would be um you know we were able to bring up a, a lot of things and, I, and in my review of the book i sort of poked fun at him a little bit in the lead of the of the review i said you know here here are some things that stevie van zandt um w- has taken credit for <laughs> you know and yeah. it's like you know, inventing satellite radio you know right end of apartheid bruce springsteen's kids <laughs> you know, yes. just, hey, if i hadn't left the band he wouldn't have met patty he'd never had those kids um but as i point out it's not in a narcissistic way, you know, at least not the way he writes it. He, he's, it's very self-deprecating. Yes. You know, it's more like, hey, I thought of satellite radio first. If I had done this, I would have made a million dollars, you know. Um, and so the way he writes it is, is so entertaining. So we were able to, so the three of us did that, that Zoom call with, with him. Um, and he just clearly, uh, you know, I mean, he's had some tough periods in his life. Yes. Uh, and leaving the band, you know, was he, he clearly felt it was right at the time for about 10 minutes and then immediately spiraled thinking, oh, my God, what have I done? And he goes into this in some depth in the book, um, you know, but but to hear him talking about sort of coming out the other side and how most of the things that he feels like, you know, the great things he's done is life and the things he'll be remembered for happened since then. So it's a good lesson, I guess, for, you know, when you're just when you think. You know, things can't get any worse. Uh, maybe they will actually will get better um, and you'll be able to do some of the things that, you know, you never knew you had in you. Um, so I really was grateful to, to get the opportunity to, to do that. And we put it together into, um, you know, we, we put the whole interview out there, um, but we also did a little feature uh, Q&A um, mm-hmm. with the highlights. And that did, you know, really well on the site, I think, just because people are just interested. Oh, yeah. In somebody who had that interesting a, a life. What? This reminds me of is I, I remember I was I was working at a company and um, there was someone was coming to me offering asking me to leave right to go work for a different company and one of my mentors said you know Jesse you're thinking there's a right answer like you think this is a test and there's wrong and right. He says, there's not, there's an answer. You will do something. And if you decide to leave you, it will be, 
you will be painful because you're leaving a lot of people you enjoy working with, but at this new place, you will make new relationships and you will build new friendships because that's the kind of person you are. And, um, but don't sit there and think, what is the right answer? Just decide what you think is the best decision to make. And that's what makes me think of it. It, there is no right or wrong answer, right? Like he is very clear that financially staying with the East Street Band probably would have made a lot more sense for him. And he would be better off financially if he'd had. But what I liked about the book is then he mentioned all the other things. And I think partly tongue in cheek about, you know, Patty and Bruce and the kids. I, I think that's a little bit tongue in cheek, but also would they have still gotten together? Who knows, right? Would Niels have done that? You know, all the ripples that would have changed um, just made for very interesting thoughts to me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, and I've heard, I, I haven't listened, but I've heard great things about the audiobook which he read himself. And I think it's, it's one of those that probably, um, even if you've read it, it's probably worth going back just to hear him tell those. Oh, stories. I probably, I, I do need to do that. That that sounds like a really great idea. Very nice. Well, as always, Peter, this is fun. I, I love that we do this every few months. Um, I hope you and your family are staying safe and doing as well as you can during this crazy time. Um, I am, uh, I just always appreciate your support and your friendship and uh, I guess we will uh, talk soon. Any final words? Um, just to remind people that even though it's not updated as often as maybe I would like or it used to be, there's still plenty of good stuff to find at uh, Blogness on the Edge of Town, which you can Google or you could type in a blogness-brucespringsteen.net um, in your browser and, uh, and it will come up where you will find, um, you know, going back, um, because I have uh, jumped around, uh, uh, you won't find the full archive, but you'll go back a few years worth of Springsteen posts there. Also information on how to get my uh, my slim volume on Springsteen. It's called Glory Days, Springsteen's Greatest Albums. It's available on Amazon. Um, and you'll see a link on the, on the blog. Um, and uh, come by, say hi, make some comments and, uh, you know, let me know what you want to see. I also cannot let you go without bringing up pet peeves uh-huh. um you now have the ability to um sign up for this new strip to be delivered to your email address you post it on instagram and twitter um for those of you who may not have heard give us a little bit give, give us a little bit of a sell about your wonderful strip that you and your co uh the artist and you the co-storytellers i guess is the best way to put it right the the uh guy who can't draw me yes <laughs> the very talented artist dave london um and and now that we've been doing this for about five years um with two books um and continue to produce strips every week it's called pet peeves it's about a, a suburban family that happens happens to be anthropomorphic dogs um, the world is populated by animals, but they act like humans. If you've ever watched the TV show, Arthur, it's sort of like that. Um, he just likes drawing animals. <laughs> it makes it much more interesting to look at. Yeah. As we mentioned before, the dad, CJ, is a big Springsteen fan, and uh, we have more than our share of Bruce jokes um, that pop up in the strip. Um, he's also an avid record collector, um, so we were able to get that in there. Music fans will definitely find a lot to like um, in Pet Peeves. So if you go to petpeevescomic.com, 
Um, the first thing you'll see is a pop-up um, giving you an opportunity to sign up to get them in your, uh, in your inbox. We collect them and send them out twice a month. You will not be spammed by these every day or, or even every week. Um, or you could just follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and, and see them there. Um, and hopefully, you know, we're about halfway to having enough material for a third book. So we'll see. Well, Maybe in a year or so, we'll, we'll have another one on the shelves. The uh, second book, um, and you were, if you have not heard it, um, Peter was actually on the podcast and we talked a little about it. Um, you had a funny, um, you, you've took a humorous um, angle on COVID, which is not funny about, but the circumstances are. And I bought a extra copy of your book and sent it to my friend, Tom Zoller, uh, because he has uh, Love and Capes is his book where um, a Superman type character mm-hmm. uh, ends up uh, marrying uh, the owner of a bookstore. <laughs> and so um and so he did a series of books, uh, a, a series of strips originally for his um, Patreon, but um, Love and Capes in the time of COVID. And with a, the humorous bent and also of, you know, like the Superman character is thrilled because of a mask, gets to grow a beard for the first time. Right. Because he he never could grow a beard because his secret identity was like, oh, why does he have a beard and everything and a lot of other things about, you know, why. And and so I sent him your book saying, hey, now that you're done with your story, I wanted to you to read another person's take on how to handle humor and storytelling and COVID. So thank you for that. Um, well, my pleasure. And what's what's funny, it's not really funny, yeah. <laughs> but we thought, you know, it basically the book ends in uh, December of last year when you'll call the vaccine was rolling right. out and we're talking about and we thought, what a nice, you know, wrap it up with a bow. And our next book will they'll have all new adventures. Well, it's a year later. We're still doing COVID <laughs> jokes. Yes. So, um, who knows? Who knows what the next yes. year? Is. Yeah. Tom had the same issue. And in fact, he. Um, he decided he would move on because he said, you know, I think I've told everything I had. But one of his last lines was um, uh, the his character, you know, um, the crusader is talking to Dark Blade, which is the kind of Batman character. And he said, um, Dark Dark Blade is like, I miss seeing people smile with all the masks. And the crusader, his name is Mark, said, well, trust me they're still smiling. You just can't see it. And that's how he ended it. It's going to be a positive. Yeah. I, um, it, it's going to be very weird. And, and I, I, my hope is that um, this will slowly get back to normal and this COVID will be the cold, you know, that, that that's the hope, but we will see. So anyway, please go check out Pet Peas. It is, it is a little shot of joy every day when I read it, every, you know, every day you put out a new one. And yes, I was thrilled that it was a newsletter now because I get to revisit the episodes and, and, and do them. So thank you for that. All right, listeners, you go get vaccinated. If you haven't, get boosted. Go remember to take care of yourself. And uh, let's all be good to each other because that's the only way we're going to do this. Thank you, Pete. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation. 
and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlessingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts, as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Bruce shirts, as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listing Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.